Welcome back to another episode of the Freezing Nomad Podcast. I'm your host, Perfect Nomad. So did you guys like that intro? <laughs> Spent quite a while on that one, and I think it came out really, really cool. <laughs> uh, so this is episode nine, but I want to do something a little bit special. Because I have done a little tester teaser episodes in the past. Um, Anchor is saying that this is my 11th episode, and the last one was my 10th episode. But my official pilot episode, I'm going to go ahead and say, was March 28th. The one about me playing Overwatch again, back when I uh, decided to try it out again after calming, calming myself and not being so angry at video gaming because that's not what video games are all about it's about having fun and i want to say i came back refreshed renewed and ready to talk about games so with that being said um i'm gonna go ahead and discuss or talk about some changes i'm going to be making to this podcast so first things first I want to go ahead and shout out and thank Ro of the Realm Maintenance Podcast. One, for giving me a little shout out on his podcast. That was amazing, dude. Thank you. I, I appreciate that so much. I wasn't expecting it. I got a text from my buddy Solified like, dude, you just got shouted out. And I was like, what? Because I was going to listen to that episode the next day when I was driving around. And I went ahead and, you know, listened to it that night. And it, it just it put a really big smile on my face, you know, to... To have an idea about a year ago and, you know, just getting some encouragement from people and making something and having some straight up validation by one of the greatest podcasters out there. So thank you, Ro. I, I appreciate you listening to my show and shouting it out on your podcast. And also a secondary thank you to him because he's doing some changes with his podcast and that inspired me to make some minor tweaks and changes to mine. Now, in the the whole premises of the Freezing Nomad podcast is to talk about Blizzard games with the occasional hidden gem, such as uh, Dead by Daylight or Friday the 13th, you know, maybe a different game that I've been playing on my PS4, just something like that. Um, well, this is working for me. I just want to let you guys know who listen mostly for the Blizzard games that that isn't changing whatsoever because I enjoy doing that. But what is changing about this podcast is the news coverage of said games, of the Blizzard games and what's going on. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and talk about my experiences in whatever game I'm playing. So what's changing in this podcast is I'm I'm talking about me, myself, and I, because this is a solo podcast that I do over on the Anchor app through my phone, and I just have a lot to talk about because I work all day. I work almost 80 hours every two weeks. I hardly have any time to play video games, and I don't queue up with people. I would like to, but I just don't, and it just it works for me to sit there and talk about like what happened to me in Overwatch or what's exciting me and hyping me up and the upcoming expansion for World of Warcraft. So I'm going to go ahead and stick with that, this format of talking about my experiences in the game and talking about what's hyping me up. So 
with that being said, this podcast is supposed to relate to you, the listener, in such a way where maybe you're on your way from from work, going home, or maybe you're at work right now. And this is just like you listening to me talk about a game. And that's that's basically all it's going to be about. I, I, I can't do updates with this format. I can't always do like, hey, here's the latest news in Overwatch, because that's not what this podcast is about. So if... If you're looking for news, I'm sorry to say this isn't the podcast for you, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to talk about the news. I mean, like I said, I'm going to talk about things that are hyping me up, like the Battle for Azeroth. Oh my gosh, we're only two months away. So, I mean, you listening to this is like you saying like, hey, I like what you have to say. I think you're entertaining. And I, I'm just as hyped as you are about said games. So, thanks for listening. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode officially started. Sorry for that noise in the background. I have the AC running just like the last episode. It's another hot day. I I want to stay comfortable while doing this, so please excuse the, the background noise. Hopefully the built-in anchor music will cover all that. So, um... I hit Diamond, as you know from last episode, but I'm actually falling back down. Oh no, my SR is normalizing, like what Overwatch does. They have a whole system that works in that way. They'll get you where you need to be, and they'll keep you there until you improve, or if your skill goes under what it believes it should be, and it'll continue to try to place you with similarly skilled people. However, I don't think I changed anything on my playstyle to make me drop. I had a few levers in my game. I had a few people refusing to switch. I had people who weren't landing their shots. And yeah, this sounds like me blaming my team. I don't, I don't think I deserved the 200 SR loss. But hey, you know, if Overwatch says I'm, I need to be there, then cool. I need to be there. I mean, this is Blizzard we're talking about. They have a whole team of people that make a system, and it's just not one dude being like, mm, yeah, you belong here, or no, you belong there. And that's not how that works. So there's there's statistics and actual things that and thought that go into this, uh, this whole system. So I'm going to go ahead and, and believe that, but I think I'm allowed to be a little salty about it. <laughs> I also tried streaming for the first time. Um, I don't have a very powerful PC. It's a, it's a little bit on the lower spec end, but um, I streamed a little bit of Dead by Daylight. That game doesn't take a lot to run, um, and I enjoy it. I only got like two viewers and uh, three views total, I think. I don't remember, but, you know, I... I it was thrilling. It was fun. It was something different. It's the same way I started this podcast. I saw something that I liked and I wanted to try it out and gave it a shot. So I really enjoyed it. I I was able to do so because there's this uh, program called Streamlabs OBS and it's a really easy to use system. You go to streamlabs.com uh, There's like a little icon guy. looks like a little chat box with glasses and a headset. That's how you know you're there. It tells you instructions on what to do, where to down, well, how to download it and how to install it. And it brings up like this whole system. Uh, you can download themes. You can uh, rearrange your stream around like with the chat box and all this good stuff. And you can even download the application onto your phone and use it as a little stream deck. 
So you can mute your microphone, you can go live, all that stuff straight from your phone. And I think that's really cool. Me, because I don't have a lot of time to sit there and fiddle with things because of my you know, time constraint due to work, I don't have the time to sit there and learn something like this. I, I, I can't take the time to learn how to stream. I can't take the time to learn how to like do, a, I don't want to say proper podcast and you know do all the audacity stuff. I don't want to say that I, I, I can't learn that. I, I can if I really put the effort into it. It's just a matter of fact of time. So anything that makes it simple and, and quick for me, just 100% works for me, so, which is why I use Anchor. That's why I, I'm a really big advocate for it. I believe everybody who wants a podcast should try it. Anybody who wants to stream, download Streamlabs OBS, check it out, look, watch a quick little video on it, learn your uh, stream rate, all that good stuff, and then just give it a shot. What's the worst that can happen? Like your stream becomes stuttery and someone's like, LOL. Who cares? It's just a random dude on the internet. It's until you get that one person that says, oh man, and has like a really great time in your stream and is interacting with you. That's what's going to make it worth it. I didn't have that on my stream because it was only like an hour long stream and I couldn't see the chat. I only have one screen uh, set up right now. I don't have two because uh, I don't have the right connections and I think the uh, the TV that I was using previously was overloading my CPU or something. Uh, one time I was playing Killing Floor with uh, with two screens. Like I had Killing Floor on one screen, and then I had I was watching something on another, and then my computer just went <laughs> and, like fried, and I was like, "Oh crap!" So I try to stay away from plugging in it, plugging in anything into uh, my CPU. But there's also a little feel-good story to this, and I just I have to share it. It was it was super adorable. It was really cute, and it made me go, "Oh, like this is amazing!" So uh, I visited my mother and my grandmother uh, just recently, and just showing them all the cool things that I've done with the Los Angeles Valley uh, procession and meeting Josh Petersdorf, and you know, typical film. So proud of you. You're doing great. You know, which is really nice. You know, me and my family, we aren't like super close knit, but you know, it's it's really cool to hear that cool validation from your uh, from your family. So I try to explain to my mother like what streaming is and like what I'm trying to do to upgrade my computer and to save, and you know, like possibly if I become a little bit more popular and with all the content that I do that I can get some donations that I can put towards this hobby of mine and continue creating content she was like well let me be your first first donator and she gave me some cashola to put towards my new CPU and my RAM and I was like oh mom like she's a very sweet lady as most moms are and you know always taking care of me and just huge shout out to her because she fed and nourished my love for video games and she always said this well i'd rather have him sitting at the computer than running around in the streets <laughs> thanks mom <laughs> that's why i am who i am today because of my mother and blizzard yay latchkey kid <laughs> but yeah you know i'm really hoping that this is another thing that i can dive into now you may be wondering i thought you just said that you don't have time to do all this stuff well i don't because when i come home i have a short window that I have to myself and then I have to go to sleep and then work the next day and my schedule is super sporadic. I don't have the time to spend all day and learn something new and do all that but I'm using the time that I have to myself, the time that I would use to be resting and replenishing my thoughts and 
recovering from being an extroverted introvert to doing these podcasts or to doing that stream because I'm going to humble brag here. I'm really good with talking to people. That That's my entire job. You know, that's a good portion of it is talking to people and kind of being a sort of entertainer because I'm always in costume. I'm always selling a product. Even doing this podcast now, I kind of sell my product. You know, I, I sell my job. So why not use that, use this skill and put it towards something that I enjoy, which would be playing video games or doing this podcast. So that's kind of my justification for it there. I don't have time, but I have the time for myself that I would use for this. So crossing fingers, this is something I'm going to continue doing. Um, I am very hopeful for it. You know, I, I really look up to these, these people who stream and spend the time doing this. You know, I, I like Overwatch. I like Blizzard games. I like playing other games. And I want to share that passion with you. I want to share that with other gamers, you know. I want to make some friends and uh, promote myself. I don't know the good term for it, but I'm I'm hoping that's the direction I'm I'm, I'm headed towards because I'm really enjoying this. I I love this podcasting stuff. I it's just meeting with people and talking with them and geeking out with them. I I love that. I love that so much. All day I'm just by myself in a car, getting in and out given coupons, hearing the same jokes every day. Oh, where's your horse? Where's your sword? It just, it, it gets draining. It, it, I'm seriously drained from all this. You know, I, I, I need a vacation, man. <laughs> so by doing this podcast or playing games, I, I recover that way. So I want to share that. And it's just something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And there was there there's this person on Twitter uh, that I follow on Twitter who made a really good point a long time ago that I, I read. If you want to do something, do it. Don't just talk about it. Just do it. You know, like like Shia LaBeouf, do it. Just do it. You know, <laughs> just, come on, man. What are you, what are you waiting for? So that's why I'm doing this. I'm having fun with it. So why not continue with it? Alterac Pass came out in Heroes of the Storm, and I'm not a big Heroes player like I used to be, but man, I loved Alterac Valley when I was uh, playing in Burning Crusade. I used to play an Arms Warrior, Night Elf, dude. I, I already explained that. I freaking loved PvP, and Alteric Valley was my absolute favorite battleground. Simply for the fact because it, it, was, it was huge battles, you know, 40 against 40. Right, 40, 40 versus forty, and I had never experienced anything like it when I first got into it, because my pers my past experience used to be RuneScape, and in that there was the wild, and you had to be within a certain level range between another person before you can even think about attacking someone. And usually in that game, PvP is very one-sided due to, like, well, in the past, I don't know how it is now. I don't I haven't even touched that game in a long time, but. Yeah, that was my only experience with PvP was RuneScape. So when I first got into Alteric Valley, I had no idea what to do. Uh, it was just huge, and it was really cool seeing all these people interact with each other, and then all these fights breaking out. So I really enjoyed that. So to see it come into Heroes of the Storm as its first Warcraft map, 
dude. I oh man, that's all I want to play. And here's the crappy part: you can't just pick Alteric Pass. You have to. Well, it's it's a one in six chance of getting it because it's not. It, it's in the map rotation, but you can't you can't just pick it and play that, which I'm really confused about. You you'd think that with a new map like this, Blizzard would. Blizzard would put it into a brawl. I don't know if they're going to do that. Maybe at the, at the time of this recording, it's not in a brawl. You can't just select it and play only that. You can if you do custom games, but for someone like me, I just solo queue quick quick play and hope to get it. But there's also like... Um, uh, what is it? No, I already talked about custom games, yeah. But when you do get it, it's fun. It's it's freaking fun. Like you, The, the objective is to release prisoners from your side. You play as Alliance or Horde. You don't get to choose because I would always be Horde. But you defend or you attack the prisoner. And once you release the prisoner, three of them come out and push the lane. They, um, they have increased armor depending on how many people are standing in its radius. You Everybody does critical hits. So it's, it's a push thing. It's a push mechanic. And the reason for this is because once you get keeps down, they take out armor from from the core, which is Vanrin, Vanarn, some dude, the dwarf guy, and Drek'thar. They aren't cores. They're big NPCs that mimic the abilities that they had in Alteric Valley over Warcraft, or still do. Um, and such as Alteric Valley in Alteric Pass, once you take down a keep, it reduces their armor to make them weaker, to uh, more su more susceptible to attacks. So that's the whole reason why you should push with your objective, why all your entire team should pick a lane, go with each other, and just fight, 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 because you're going to have big big buffs from your uh, from your objectives that are pushing. So I've only played a, played on that map about two, three, t yeah, three times, and they were all complete one-sided, just as quick play is. I lost all three. Had a, had a great, great, great time playing the map. Kudos to Blizzard. Everything that they do is just super cool. I'm always going to be an advocate for Blizzard, and I'm always going to sound like I'm sponsored by them, but I'm not. <laughs> but I do want to talk about something with my experience with Heroes of the Storm, and it only happens in this game, and I want to know why. Why is it that every time I play that game, I don't, I barely type, or I don't say anything at all, or I, the only pings that I do are, I'm on my way, I'm going to help you, here we go. Or, hey, let's go to this objective, let's turn in, we good. Why is it that every freaking Heroes of the Storm round I play, there's always got to be that one jackass who calls me out for no reason. No obvious reason whatsoever. I can be playing to the best of my ability, as far as I know, and some dude would be like, this guy sucks. Or sarcastically say oh good job like what <laughs> because i died you're you're gonna ream me for that like i understand i made a mistake this this is not my main game that's why i'm playing quick play why you gotta be a jerk about it every time i was playing levy last night and this chogal gall specifically was like oh it's it just sucks that lily is the the quote-unquote shittiest healer or this Lili. I'm like, what in the hell? Okay, first off, I understand. I wasn't going the healing build. I was, you know, doing the whole wind serpent thing. Because, you know, I, that's that's how I wanted to play. And this is quick play. And how is a Lili going to heal Cho'Gal's huge health pool? So that was my reasoning for that. I didn't say any... All I said was, okay. I put a capital O in the decay. I was like, okay. Like, come on, dude. Leave me alone. Because this always happens to me. I, I feel like this always happens to me in video games. Like, I get it. Maybe I'm playing in my own sense. Maybe I think I know what's right. And I'm doing that. 
but then there's always that one jerk who just has to berate me. And I, oh my gosh, it just, it, it, hmm. It used to ruin my experience with Heroes of the Storm or Overwatch, because that also happens in that game every now and then, and it would just ruin my day. Now it doesn't as much. I mean, obviously it still bothers me, that's why I'm talking about it. But I don't know, man, like, I, I just think it sucks. It's, I'm playing Heroes of the Storm right now because I love Alteric Valley, thus Alteric Pass is a map that I want to play. And it's a new event, and Heroes of the Storm got me back into Blizzard games and explored more, so I feel a small sense of loyalty to it. And I just, I just, I want to play it because I like it. You know, what's wrong with that? Why does everybody, not everybody, but why do these people have to go there and just be toxic? You know, and that just also brings me back to Overwatch as to why people have to be toxic in that game. In that game, I can understand a little bit, you know, like with competitive and ranked, you know, you want to be the very best, like no one ever was. And you want to make sure everybody's playing to the best of their ability. But this is freaking quick play. This is practice, dude. <clears throat> and I know that some people will make the argument that AI is for practicing. And I'm going to poo-poo all over that. AI is not for practicing. It is there to learn abilities and learn what they do. To get actual practice against real people, you need to go to quick play and experience that. You need to learn how people are going to react to your abilities. That's why quick play is in there. And AI... Bots are going to get hit by your abilities all the time. Even in Overwatch, bots just kind of sit there. The, the, the Torbjorn bot in Overwatch will take shots right in front of you. Like, he'll, he'll just sit there and let himself be shot at, and he'll continue building. He'll throw down a turret and try to build right in front of him. He won't shoot you back or anything. He'll, he'll just try to build. So that's my argument right there. AI is for practicing abilities, quick play is for practicing against real people. And I actually told somebody that, I was like, hey, that's what this is. And they're like, no, it's not. And of course, this was post-game chat, and they're just like, type, 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 just trying to, you know, make their point. And I just laughed. And I'm like, dude, I, I, for, first off, my mistake for trying to make sense against somebody in quick play. <laughs> but I don't know, man. <laughs> I just, I wish it would stop because it's starting to, it's starting to really irritate me. And it's making me verbally express my uh my disdain when i get killed in heroes and i don't want to be scaring my cats when i'm sitting there like scream <laughs> oh man but hey i mean that's with any video game i just i guess i just feel it more prominently in in games like heroes it's <sighs> so i so uh there's there's also something i want to mention um just to uh, change the subject a little bit. There's there's a system that I have in Heroes of the Storm. Now, I like to save my gold for every new hero. I don't really care too much about skins. I mean, I do like them, and it's always a treat getting them, or gems and all that. But I had a system. The very first hero that I bought was Johanna. Like, I bought her when she was $15. All good. And I think I kept buying heroes every hero release since then. All the way up until... I want to say, I don't remember. I, I think Greymane was the last hero that I bought with money, or was it Lee Ming? I'm not. I don't remember. But I remember really feeling burned buying a hero on its release day for fifteen dollars when uh, when a uh, Rhaegar, not Rhaegar. Why do I always forget his name? The guy with the bear, Rexar. There we go. 
I heard Bear, Misha, Misha, er, Misha, come here, Rexar. There we go. <laughs> um, I bought him, and I just I hated the way he plays. I still do. I can't handle characters like that, which is why I don't play Lost Vikings. I, I just I can't do it. Um, but I had bought characters with real money since then, and I was always able to save gold. So I I always buy a new hero with gold when I have it. If if I like the hero, um, I haven't bought Probius. I haven't bought Anna. I haven't buy I haven't bought Urel, but I have thirteen thousand gold. I actually bought Decker Kane with gold, and I'm enjoying him. He's cool too. Um, but it's it this here here's my system. I always get gold to hold until fifteen thousand, and if I like the hero that's coming out, I'll buy him. And I always play as much as I can with quests, and I level up new heroes to get the extra 500 gold once you hit level 10 or however that works. And I just save, 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 save until the new hero comes out. Or I keep leveling up heroes until I get enough gold to level, well, not level, but to get 15,000 gold. So if you're looking at a new hero or you're just kind of hopeful for a hero to come out, just try that. Try that out level some characters that you don't play get some gold and save that hopefully that little tip helps and yeah so I got a new phone you may ask yourself Nomad what does it have to do with anything this podcast is about well let me tell you I traded in, well, I actually didn't trade it in. T-Mobile had this really cool special of a buy one, get one free of a Samsung Galaxy S9. And that other phone went to Gabrielle. And we just have iPhone 6s laying around now, besides the point. I was really interested in that game called Vainglory. That little MOBA on the phone. I don't, I didn't think that a MOBA could be good on a mobile device. Dude, I was so wrong. I played the tutorial and I played against bots and the touch directions, the touch screen, everything about this game is solid. And it impressed the hell out of me. Like it plays like a MOBA, like an actual good MOBA on your PC, but on your phone. You know, it's still got abilities. It's it, it plays exactly, well, maybe exactly, it, let's just say League of Legends in Dota. That's how it plays like. You've got your junglers, your tanks, your healers, your brawler up top lane. You got your mage in the middle. I don't know if that still is uh, still like that because I don't play these style of games. But I was interested in playing Vainglory, tried it out, and was completely impressed by it. So... Hey, if you got a really good phone or you're doubting how a MOBA could play really well on a phone, check it out. Maybe you could play it on your lunch break, get your little MOBA fix. Highly recommend it. And man, just don't 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 sleep on this. It's it's a top MOBA for some reason. <laughs> for for a reason. And it's because it's really good. So yeah, check that out. Uh, so, man, th at the time of this recording, there's a lot of summer sales going on with Steam. The Blizzard Gear Store has a bunch of things on sale. Highly recommend picking up your Overwatch jerseys if you haven't. Um, let's see. Uh, Dead by... Oh, dude. I, I Again, Dead by Daylight. I love this game. All their stuff is on sale. So, Freddy Krueger, that used to be $6.99. No, like $3.49. Check it out. Now's the time to play it. And who knows? 
I might do a giveaway next episode for Dead by Daylight. Ooh, if you're interested in that, let me know. <laughs> so that's going to be it for this podcast. I've run out of things to talk about for this week. Um, if you want to follow me or talk to me or play some games with me, feel free to tweet at me at Perfect Nomad. Uh, you could just send me a message. Be like, hey, I listen to your podcast on Anchor or any of this stuff. And I would like to discuss with you some video games or maybe play some Overwatch with you. And I would be more than happy to talk to you and play some Overwatch with you. Um, ooh, I actually forgot about something here. Um, because I got a new phone, um, I downloaded Pocket Cast. I'm now uh, on Pocket Cast. My, my podcast is. Um, it's a cool little tool if you, if you listen to podcasts. Um, it's just like the iTunes store, but better. <laughs> so you can search for all these podcasts and it'll they'll appear i think some podcasts take a little bit longer to appear on there but man the the interface how fast things download on it it's it's incredible so yeah check out pocket cast it's 3.99 on the google play store i don't know how much it is on the itunes store probably the same price it's worth every penny hands down recommend it but uh, anyways yes so as for the ending follow me at perfect nomad on twitter I have an Instagram at perfect underscore nomad. Um, I, I'm working on a Discord server. We'll see how that goes. So, yeah, let me know if these are the kind of things that interest you. I would love to talk with you about Blizzard games and hang out in my Discord if you ask for it. But, uh, yeah, that's going to close up this episode. As always, thank you for listening. I deeply appreciate you taking a listen to this. Uh, there's a lot of you. Uh, thank you. And <laughs> huge thanks to everybody who has supported me along this journey and of course you listener all of you i really do appreciate you taking the time of, out of your day out of your busy schedule i know how important that is out of your day uh, to listen to this 26 year old dude talk about blizzard games again from the bottom top of my heart thank you have a great day and i'll talk to you next time